Welcome to How My Country Works with your host, Stephen O'Shea, the podcast that rummages around the hoarder's basement of the global political system and pulls out the insightful gems hidden away at the back. Each episode, we'll be working alphabetically through different countries' politics so you can show off to your friends and maybe gain a slightly better understanding of just how those countries work. However, many of the episodes will tackle themes and concepts that shape the broader picture, but don't sit neatly with just one country. With this in mind, we'll be looking to do a bonus episode every so often to help fill you in. And next up, it's colonialism. Colonialism is loosely defined as the control by one power over a dependent area or people. It occurs when one nation subjugates another, conquering its population and exploiting it, often while forcing its own language and cultural values upon those people. It's a reason so much of the world speaks English, French and Spanish, or variations on those languages. By 1914, a large majority of the world's nations had been colonised by the Europeans at some point. It also involves the brutal subjugation of indigenous people. In antiquity, colonialism was actually practised by the empires of ancient Greece, Rome and Egypt. These civilizations all extended their borders into surrounding and non-contiguous areas from about 1550 BC onward and established colonies that drew on the physical and population resources of the people they conquered in order to increase their own power. However, colonialism is most commonly associated with the modern sense and began in the Age of Discovery. This primarily started in the 15th century with Portugal and Spain. The two countries began to look for new trade routes and searching for civilizations outside of Europe. In 1415, Portuguese explorers conquered Ceuta, a coastal town in North Africa, and kicked off an empire that would last until 1999. Soon, the Portuguese had conquered and populated the islands like Madeira and Cape Verde, and their rival nation, Spain, decided to try exploration as well. In 1492, Christopher Columbus began to look westward for a trade route to India and China. Instead, he landed in the Bahamas, kicking off the Spanish Empire. Spain and Portugal became locked in a competition for new territories and took over indigenous lands in the Americas, India, Africa and Asia. During the 16th and 17th centuries, England, France and the Dutch Republic, now known as the Netherlands, also established their own overseas empires in direct competition with one another. At first, European colonisation followed the policies of mercantilism, aiming to strengthen the home country economy, so agreements usually restricted the colony to trading only with one mother country. Pretty much, it was the idea of, we own you now and you can only trade with us, none of our rivals. Christian missionaries were also really active over this period, which is why many of these countries are now Christian. Colonial powers justified their conquests by asserting that they had a legal and religious obligation to take over the land and culture of indigenous peoples. Conquering nations cast their role as civilizing barbaric or savage nations and argued that they were acting in the interests of those lands and the people that they exploited. Obviously, they were not. In the 19th century, an era of new imperialism kicked off with the scramble for Africa, in which Belgium, Germany and Italy joined the existing colonial powers in dividing up the continent. After the First World War, many of the losing sides' colonies were divided up amongst the winning countries. It was not until the end of the Second World War where the period of decolonization really took hold. This was partly as a result of many of the colonized nations fighting for their imperial masters during these devastating wars. 
In the aftermath of World War II, colonial powers began to retreat, and between 1945 and 1975, nearly all colonies gained their independence, entering into a post-colonial world. But the devastating effects of colonialism are still felt today, and it's one of the many reasons why some of these former colonies still struggle to this day. Hopefully that gives you a bit of an idea of the brutality and devastation caused by colonialism and how it still impacts so many countries today. Do join us next time where we'll be exploring the Caribbean state of Antigua and Barbuda, which was hugely impacted by colonization. As always, please do rate us on your podcast app and recommend us to any friends that have a hankering for political knowledge. Follow us on Instagram for extra insights and facts at How My Country Works. And there you can message us around anything else you'd like to know about different systems or any other concepts that crop up in each of the episodes. See you next time. And remember to keep asking how my country works.